Hey everybody, it's your girl, Miss Kitty, and we're back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. And later on the show, we're putting two soulmates in the hot seat to see who is the ultimate super fan of TGIF. Ah! <laughs> I left it. Yeah, kitty, 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 kitty. Ah, kitty, kitty. It is Halloween, so without further ado, please. Welcome, Al Reynolds as Monk Reynolds. I thought you was Prince. Now <laughs> please welcome Funky Johnny as your lover and your secretary. I thought you was Phaedra Parks. <laughs> Who are you? I was your lover and your secretary. He, you're not black, Al. You don't get it. Never mind. I, know, I didn't get it. I'm here to pray for both of them, everybody. Always <laughs> get it. <laughs> I'm here to pray for these two. And last but not least, I am a very close friend of Dwight Howard, Miss Kitty. <laughs> you know, can we go back to the three shot? I must say myself, Miss Kitty. My titties. Skin is definitely glowing. Al, you like the religious figures. I think he was Jeezy, he was light-skinned Jesus. Light-skinned Jesus last year, yep. I'm a monk this year. It gets the most attention, I'm gonna tell you. I get a lot of attention when I'm out dressing up as a religious figure. Let me ask you, are you naked under your robe? So what I wore to Wiz Khalif's party was I wore this monk um, costume, but I had a prosthetic penis that went down to my knee because I was like a naughty monk who needed some. And baby, it was a hit. It was a hit. And I had I couldn't wear anything because, you know, you have to attach the prosthetic to your balls. Am I supposed to say this on TV? I don't know. So I couldn't wear any underwear. So I was pretty much naked with a prosthetic on. It is weird saying that dress as a monk. And I think that's why you get so much attention. It's the juxtaposition between the religion, right. religious figure that we're supposed to be respecting and not playing with and the fact that you out here being naughty with Al got that man leg. We found it. Al had that man leg all this time and strapped it between his legs and his monk costume. That's where that man leg at. Uh, fun, we, we got some comments. So T Tish TV said, Hey, Miss Kitty Kitty. Misha Jones says, Funky one, hands down. Sam Cook said, Funky look like young Tina Turner. And what's love got to do with it? Shannon Shannon Farmer says, Funky got the breast breastus this all out. And Natoshi Taylor said, Claudia looks like an extra from BAPS. <laughs> <laughs> I love I it. I still don't know who Funky is. It's a playoff of Mary J. Blige is not going to cry. She said, I was your lover and your secretary. Okay. Every day. So I'm holy. I can be saved and be a secretary. <laughs> and I could be your lover. <laughs> Someone said Funky must be Harriet Tubman. Well, how do you say you Harriet Tubman? Stop. Soulmate. <laughs> That's a good one. And they said Q must be Cicely Tyson. They're giving you everybody bonus. <laughs> I'm your dream girls. I make you happy. Listen, I had to work with what I had. I had a busy day today. <laughs> Yo, full disclosure, I was begging Funky to be Dwight Howard so we could do this together, Dwight and Kitty. And then Al could have blessed us. But yeah, I'm glad to see you in something. Okay. Quiet as it's kept. I'll probably look more like Miss Kitty than you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right. They want us to get into the topics. We're having too much fun here. Okay. okay. 
What Halloween beverage are y'all sipping on? First of all, let's get into that. Uh, vodka and Rotis line with a little bit of ice. You guys, you know, I'm here promoting my buttery Chardonnay. Everybody better get with it. It's really good. It's like a very, like, it'll take you there, but it also give you a little bit of room to not get there if you don't want to get there. So, buttery One of soulmates, Chardonnay. One of the soulmates said, Funky looks like Sojourner Truth. <laughs> First of all, soulmates, you ain't going to be distracting me this whole show with these names uh i'm drinking um simply lemonade and vodka so we're gonna have one of them shows tonight i'm just gonna let y'all know okay hey i'm super excited about this i've been in a good mood all day because i started my day seeing this amazing video so a few soulmates cre created a parody of our show take a look What's going on, guys? It's your girl, Claudia Jordan, here with another episode of TGIF. And joining me is my fabulously gay panel of co-hosts. Let's start with Al. What's going on, Mr. Al Reynolds? What's up, guys? What's up, soulmates? What's up, Claudia? What's up, Funky? And we are also joined by the ever-so-funny Funky Dineva. What's going on, Funky? Hi, soulmates. I don't even know why I ask anymore, but um, are, what you guys drinking? What you sipping on tonight, Al? Well, you know, I'm away in Dubai today, so I didn't have time to, you know, run to the grocery store, but I'm drinking some buttery Chardonnay that I found in my travel bag. Okay, and Funky, what you, what you doing over there? What you drinking? Girl, I am sipping on this Publix lemonade because you know I am unlocking my better self. Well, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's get into these hot topics. And first will be something that Bucky knows a lot about because it's infidelity in marriages. <laughs> this is some good tea tonight. Bunky, you better get her. What married man, girl? That's between me and a married man. Claudia, you gonna let him talk to you like that? <laughs> well, Bucky, you know you can never be a real woman like this because you know I got these, these diamonds. <laughs> they were spot on when I found that this morning it happened to just be in my notifications I had to say guys it was hilarious especially the nuance that they that they captured in each of our personalities I just absolutely loved it the little <laughs> the little touches like the chain and, and Al's button and, and soulmate this is Al's first time seeing it so Al I'm dying to know what did you think of it uh, I thought it was great I thought it was really cool I, that is my first time I haven't had a chance to go through my messages um, but you know what they made it that they made this a fun Halloween it, you made it a real moment and I enjoy it. They nailed you. Like, that was so funny. So, Philip Kaysen, Kevin Wiggins, and Magical, you guys nailed it. I hope y'all do more spoofs of us. Like, I, my Wi-Fi going out, <laughs> Funky with his gentleman callers and now having a boyfriend, Al mm -hmm. traveling the world. I I hope y'all do more. Like, it was so funny. We loved it. All right. TikToker Keith Lee has social media in a frenzy with his very honest reviews of local Atlanta restaurants. He shared that he recently walked out of Candy Burris' restaurant, Old Lady Gang, because of the lack of service. Now, Keith claims the restaurant did not allow call-in orders and they did not allow takeout either. What do you think about Keith Lee's review? Uh, Al, let's go, go to you first. Hey, listen, it was candid, it was real. 
and it was valid. Listen, if you go to their Yelp reviews or their Google reviews, they get a 3.6. And obviously, this is one of the reasons they do get a 3.6 is because of how unaccommodating they are of various customers, obviously, right? Um, what I thought was interesting about Keith, though, is he has 12.7 million TikTok followers and his fans are obsessed with him. He's a foodie. He's a devout Christian. Remember, he used to be an MMA fighter since he was 18 years old. And I just love how everyone pays attention to his reviews. And I like the fact that he gave the review impartially. He sent his family in first, then he went in second, was still not able to be accommodated. And he also says, listen, I don't want preferential treatment. I just want good treatment. And because he felt like he didn't get it, he left. All right, Funky, what are your thoughts? You know, I've been dealing with this all day, guys. Obviously, we don't have enough time to go into all the nuance and all of my thoughts on it. You guys can go to my YouTube channel and check out my full review if you want to know all of my thoughts. But I'll say this. Um, he's doing the Lord's work in terms of putting everybody in Atlanta on their P's and Q's. I think the overall story here is not necessarily candy in the OLG game, but it's Keith Lee putting Atlanta on notice about the way that these restaurants have all these crazy ass rules, crazy ass pricing. And I think that this has started a conversation that may create a shift in the favor of the customer. If the Atlanta business owners take heed to all of the heat that came as a response of this one young man's visit to Atlanta. You know, um, Atlanta is definitely a place, like if you have a little bit of a name, if you was on one TV show one time in 2001, you can go to Atlanta and someone will recognize you. They definitely prioritize celebrity there and an and, and influencer. So if you have any kind of a name, you the red carpet gets rolled out for you. But unfortunately, for the average person, that's not their experience when they go to these restaurants. Right. But I love that he did this. And I also love that Candy did, like, immediately came out and said, thank you. She wasn't mad. She wasn't defensive. She said, thank you. And she hopes that they can accommodate them again and serve them. Well, not again, but serve them in the future. And I think this is going to kind of, this should put it on blast enough, I hope. Because Atlanta, y'all got to stop. I understand y'all value celebrity, which is amazing to celebrities or people who are celebrity adjacent. It makes celebrities feel very good. But what is what percentage of the population is that? 0.00001% of the population? So, like, you got to know where your bread and butter is coming from. And it, it's really the regular folks that come in there, the hardworking folks that are not celebrities that come in there. So I hope this makes Atlanta step up because y'all are very nice as celebrities. Thank you very much. But you have to be better to everyone across the board. I have a question, Claudia. I, I, how do you guys feel about this? automatic regardless of the number of people 18 percent gratuity added i just feel like if the service is great if your entire experience is great maybe that's warranted but do you think just because you walk in the door have a meal after waiting an hour and a half service subpar and in some of the reviews saying the food is subpar why should you have to pay 18% there? It, it's like a double-edged sword because in some places and sometimes folks just refuse a tip no matter what, even if they get good service. But I don't think that gives anybody a motivation just to give you good customer service, now does it? If no. I know I'm getting 20% already, I can be on my phone. I can give you cold food. I can get to it when I get to it. I think you should withhold that until the end. And I, I definitely think that's not that should not be part of it. I get they do it in Miami. 
a lot of Europeans are not used to just tip it, tipping, so they have to put that in there, or they'll never get tips. It's, but I just think that's wrong. I do. It's, but I also think it's wrong for people that don't tip good service. You know, it's like the bad apples kind of ruin it. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, let's move on. Uh, remember last week when we talked about the viral list of unacceptable places to take a woman on dates? Remember that? Yes. Was well, Waffle it, House on that list? Waffle Can we House? see that list again? Was Waffle I House on that list? I don't know. It probably wasn't, but I think it's without saying if, if Applebee's is on the list or cheese. It's on there. It's on there. Yeah, it is on there, right? I thought it was on there. Yeah, I thought it was on there. Number 27. And we're going to talk about this after, but it's been a battle of the sexes with these stupid ass lists and everyone that's making these lists is probably single. Okay. Well, Russell Wilson rented Mm -hmm. out the entire Waffle House for Sierra on her birthday. Do you think that that list needs to go out the window? Let's go to you first. Q, what do you think about this list? Because this millionaire, multi-millionaire, happily married man did it. What do you think? Well, you know what? So does the list need to go out the window? Absolutely. Does Russell taking Sierra to the Waffle Factory, does that incident, Waffle Factory, Waffle House, does that incident alone warrant the list being thrown out? Absolutely not. Because I think any girl would be flattered if any man rented out any restaurant in its entirety. I mean, that's some special stuff that the average Joe Blow every day can't do. Secondly, Sierra's favorite restaurant was the Waffle House. So that was the reason why Russell Wilson did it. And then too, we can't use a gesture by Russell and Sierra to blanket, you know, what the rest of us and how the rest of us should move. Because listen, with the money that they got, those people have eaten at all of the finest establishments that there is to be offered. And I have found being in the company of those people with that type of wealth, they actually get more gratification out of doing regular everyday people things. So granted, the list should be thrown out the window, but I don't necessarily like the comparison. Well, if Russell took Sierra to Waffle House, then, you know, y'all are are not too good for for Cheesecake Factory because Russell did not take Sierra to Waffle House. Russell rented out the entire Waffle House and I'm sure had to pay them for whatever their sales would have been for that time span. So there's a difference. Mm -hmm. Okay, Al, what are your thoughts on this? I don't know. I don't think I agree with that. I don't think I agree with that. If Sierra can admit that that's her favorite restaurant and she's fine with going there and she's married to one of the best athletes in the world, they are wealthy, why can't you take someone that you met at the club to the Waffle House afterwards and it'd be fine? If it's good enough for those two kings and queens, it should be good enough for any girl from around the way. This is my opinion. Why Why is where you eat an indicator of where your relationship is going to go? Why is it where you eat an indicator of how good that man is going to treat you or what type of provider he's going to be for you as a boyfriend or even a husband y'all need to get rid of these lists and the only reason i think this list exists is because women are starting to use places like where you dine at those are places that you want to be felt to be pretty 
That ain't got nothing to do with whether that man is good enough for you. That's where you want to go to be to be in order to feel pretty. And in all honesty, most of the guys that will take you to those really nice places, you're not even interested in them. You're just there for the free meal. So forget me with that list. You should be glad that a man is using his hard earned money to even want to take you out on a night and treat you like a woman and open a door and sit you down in a restaurant and pay for it. So for me, whether it's Waffle House or the Corral or Golden Corral, you should be happy, period, end of story. Well, Golden Corral is where I draw the line. We went, me and KJ went there. I said, what the hell, eh? Sneezing all over the food. There's white supremacists up in here. I don't know about Golden Corral, but I will say this. I will say this. Again, I just think we're getting, and I'm going to blame this on social media and people just doing stuff for the gram. If there was no social media and you met a guy that, or a girl that you were interested in and you liked their personality and they said, hey, let's go grab a drink at such and such or let's go grab a coffee or let's go grab a bite and you enjoy their company, it would be fine. The problem is everyone is living for the gram. If you can't show it off and your goal is to make other people jealous, then you've already failed. You've already failed and you probably don't even deserve happiness or love because I'm sorry. I think that is so superficial. I've had some amazing first dates that really didn't cost much. I remember one time me and someone met up and we drove up the coast of PCH and we went to a beach and we just like hung out and we like took pictures. We threw rocks. We were skipping rocks. That date cost about $5, whatever the parking was. And it was so fun because we had like, we did some off the beaten path stuff. Y'all got to stop with the same restaurants, the same. You're just doing it for your other friends on social media. Let's be, let's be mm-hmm. very clear. Because if you really cared about that person, it would be about the moment. Like, it'd be about, like, I like them corny ass, like, whatever well, people deem corny. I don't think it's corny. If I like you, we can go bowling. We can go spend $20, $30 on that. It don't have to be that. And once you're my man, we really can do whatever. Like, Because it's, like, about the company. And the quicker y'all realize that and stop focusing on showing off your friends, the happier you'll be like, it's dumb at this point. Trust me. It's not worth it. Uh, do we have some comments? Oh, simply complicated said my last date took me to Denny's on an EBT card. True story. (laughs) Denny's take EBT cards. I don't know, but I had a multi, multi, multi hundred million dollar person take me on a date at Denny's. And it was so funny because I liked his personality. That'll be in the book that I ain't going to tell you who it was. Anyways, coming up next, we're putting two of our soulmates in the hot seat to find out who is truly a super fan of TGIF. And later, we're spilling the tea on going to a sneaky link's house for the first time. Keep it here. Mm. Hit that like button. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Soulmates, please hit that like button. We really appreciate it. All right, soulmates, the super fans have sent over their submissions. And today we're putting two lucky soulmates to the test to see if they are really super fans of TGIF. Are y'all ready for the Halloween edition of the hot seat? Yes. All right, y'all. Each contestant will be asked nine trivia questions about the show. Halloween trivia and the host, the person with the most correct answers, will be crowned our super fan. Now, soulmates, put your shady little hands together for in the chat for our contestants, Jordan Brown <laughs> and Louise Williams. Welcome to the show. Oh, That's Louise Williams and Jordan. 
Yes, Jordan and Louise. But Louise, what they call you? They call me Wild Weezy, baby. My, right. my, my, my baby's been calling me Wild Weezy. They sure Ooh. called me today and told me, don't embarrass them. I'm that's, told, that's I told funny. them, and I'm going to do my best. That's ah. definitely that's a Louisiana right. Louisiana that's right. accent. That's right. My name is Louise Williams. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I'm wearing this gorgeous hat with my baby wig on. <laughs> I'm like Miss Claudia. I could not get out and get a costume. I was just diagnosed in September with breast cancer. A week ago, I had my surgery, and I'm just trying to recover. But guess what? When I seen, I could stand in. But what I know I love the most is being on this show because Al, Claudia, and Funky Daniva, y'all just don't know the joy y'all bring to my life. It makes me laugh. I don't even understand how y'all miss y'all calling and y'all all should have been comedians. It's just a joy for me to be able to wake up and look at it. So God, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying. Soulmates, don't hate me too much, but I'm going to try my best to answer these questions. Joy in, joy in. Well, I was gonna ask you to tell you about our tell us about yourself, but you did, and what makes you a super fan. But you answered that already. So Jordan, let's go to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what makes you a TGIF super fan. All right. Well, my name is Jordan. I'm originally from New York, but I live in the Maryland DMV area. Um, so what makes me a super fan is I just love the fact that we have a show where we have a beautiful black host across the board, yeah. male and female, that can give their honest opinions. You know, yeah. sometimes opinions disagree, but you guys always bring it back to a place of love and let each other know, like, hey, look, even though we see, you know, difference of opinion, I still love you like my brother and my sister. And that's something that I feel, especially right now, is what we need in the community. So I tune in every day to get my laughs, my motivation, and just yeah. get some good conversation, the funky shade, the facts from Al, yeah. party with them cats and all that yeah. stuff going on in the background. Yeah, I, I like it all. Um, what makes you a super fan? Uh, just the fact that I tune in every day. I show my support all the time when you guys are on, whether I'm going to the gym, sitting at home, playing it on YouTube live, or just watching it on my phone. Just get, making sure I show my support every day, especially hitting them likes and comments too. That's right. Make sure you get those likes. I was just about to ask you if you hit, hit them likes. likes. Oh yeah, I, I hit the likes. Oh yeah, even on Instagram too. I'm very active on Instagram. So we got a lot of comments. Weezy, you getting a lot of love saying, hey, Weezy, let's go. And then Jordan, you getting a lot of love. They saying, you fine. So people, check your DMs. Oh. <laughs> they trying to get at you. Gags and Giggles said, Jordan, fine. Jordan, oh, fine. All right, game time. I, I came to win, honestly. So, you know, it's all oh, nice no, enough, They trying to sit on your lap like later. that Chucky doll. I oh, oh, oh. All right, y'all. Well, I want to see how much you know about the show. So let's put the fandom oh, to the test. Hello. Jordan, you are up first. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Jordan, us uh, cue the music. Jordan, which host dressed up as a nun during last year's Halloween episode? Claudia. <laughs> All right, Jordan, which host is not a fan of Halloween? Oh, that's funky. <laughs> All right, Jordan, name the actress that died inside of a movie theater in the 1997 film Scream 2. Oh, uh, Jada Pickett Smith. I'm a lose. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no comment. <laughs> which host? <laughs> which host? Hey, they made one thousand dollars to clean their house. You see? Um, yeah, that was funky. Their dirty house. He left out. The, the, yeah, that dirt. I got some questions too, but your mama. Ain't <laughs> the host that allegedly received allegedly received invite to Wiz Khalifa's Halloween party last weekend? <laughs> why y'all so hey, shady? Cause y'all, right why y'all shady? Oh, cause y'all don't get invited to that. Jordan, name the actress that Eddie Murphy starred alongside in the cult classic horror film Vampire in Brooklyn. Uh, Angela Bassett, my favorite actress. Jordan, which host yeah. has a party friend named Miss Kenny? Funky? Yeah. All right, Jordan, which host is known for having horrible internet connection? Claudia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ordered some meat yeah. today. All right, Jordan. What? what day of the week did TGIF premiere mm -hmm. first on mm. Fox Soul? I want to say Thursday. Wednesday. Jordan. Oh, what's the name Is of the it, show? Was it Wednesday? Oh, TGIF. Oh, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, count. Jordan. Yo, all right. Well, I'm not. <laughs> They gonna drag me in the comments. Oh my god! <laughs> they should. Uh, they good job, though. Oh god! He showed this one. Uh huh. Okay, oh, Jordan. Lord, First of all, Jordan, we are gonna need to put your Instagram up because they are harassing me in the chat. They all want to <laughs> have sex with you. So, no. <laughs> so many people that was trying to smash. I'm just saying they are in the comments. There it is, everybody. <laughs> all right, producers. What's Jordan's score? Oh, oh my God, Louise. Yeah, I believe you got eight. <laughs> you got all except one. Ye Louise. Oh, Lord. Let's go, New Orleans, Louise. Don't be intimidated by that. You are so mad. You got this, girl. I miss so much in these months. Oh, you've been missing our show? What you been watching? Uh-oh. Well, no, you know I had just got, well, I missed a month and a half because you I was- I, treatments. Yeah. Mm, okay. Let's go, uh, though. Let me see what I'm let's working go. with. We got you, Louise. Okay, Louise, do you think you can top this or equal this? What you think? Top she this. Got this. That's I'm right, gonna, let's I'm go. Cue the music. Producers, let's go. Cue it. Louise, name the two brothers that starred in the scary movie franchise. I never saw it. <laughs> I never saw franchise. Ah, no, ah. <laughs> I'm my Don't laugh, John. Whisper, whisper, just whisper me a few questions. We got you, we got you. Come on now. Okay, okay, I'm gonna help you with this one. <laughs> Louise, which host had curly red hair when they were little, when they were four years old? You and did. And had tons of jobs. Curly hair when they was little. And had tons and of jobs when you, he got um, L. That's right. <laughs> Look at Jordan being hey, shady laughing. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. No cheating, Al. No cheating. He cheats. Louise, name the host <laughs> whose zodiac sign. Who is a Leo? Who is a Leo? Smokey Dineva. Y'all cheating. Mm -hmm, but it's okay. Okay. All right. Okay. 
fucking Dineva was born August the 20th, and I was born August 17th. So he got to be a little hey, You gotta know that date, Miss Louise. <laughs> All right, Miss Louise. Yeah, he a Leo like me. Yes. Go ahead, let's roll. Funky. <laughs> no, it's Funky's turn. Louise, which yeah, host had 50 11 damn jobs? You did. Oh. Funky did. <laughs> Louise, come on now. Oh, Al. How many of y'all don't work? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Calm down. Go ahead. Louise, which host was Erica Badu during last year's Halloween episode? Which host was Erica Badu? He got all red tonight. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking Dineva. <laughs> she was. All right, Louise. What year did old ass Claudia participate in the Miss USA pageant? Was it 1995 or 1997? 1997. <laughs> Bam. Louise. <laughs> yes. Which host is a professional Toastmaster and he may be asking the question right now? I think Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Why my questions wasn't this easy? <laughs> Your question was easy. <laughs> okay, Louise, we're still going. All what right. European country? Yeah. They love a good old spaghetti over there. Did Claudia's mother immigrate from? You know, I know it, yeah. Um, Pizza, spaghetti. Ow. Yeah, like. Oh, this is rigged. Um, I, I know Don't. it. I know this it, is rigged. Like, we got to lose the credibility, it, Al. I, I know it, but I can't even. That's something I can't even say it. Um, Where's my mama from? Where's my like, mama like, from? Like, you know, you, um. Oh, wow. Please, please say it. Go to another question. I'm going to come back. <laughs> Italy, baby. Italy. Italy. That, it was in my head. It sure was. It was in my head. I Al. saw it. Thank All you. right, Louise, which yeah. host is always Ooh. talking about crab legs? Always talking about family? No, talking about which host legs. is always talking about crab legs? <laughs> crab legs. I can't hear. It's which a he. Is always talking about crab legs. Me oh, how much time we get? That's, that's, that's Funky Dineva. All right. <laughs> Someone in the chat said, let her lose her dignity. <laughs> I, 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 that's all right. Uh, that's all right, y'all. I, I already knew Louise, y'all was just remember, I helped you out. That's remember, right. I helped you out. That's listen, right. That's listen, why I love it. That's why I love y'all. It, it ain't about the win. It's about the... I, I, listen, I'm happy both of y'all here. Win. It's about the experience. And this... Yeah. Louise, yeah. Just, you were so funny. This okay. was the funnest <laughs> super fan game that we played. Yes. Jordan, yeah. especially you, Miss Louise. You talk about we make your day. Yeah. You have made my night. These let bitches me, let me dress up for work let, tonight, let, and I'm not here for it. Look, I was praying to Jesus. I'm not lying. I was praying, Funky Dineva, that you wore a costume. When he got mm. that question, I was mad. I was like, I was he wore a costume. <laughs> and you look so cute. I love uh, y'all so much, man. Produce, producers, what is Louise's score? 
We don't even the know. Honest school. What's his other name, boy? Score other name, score. It's a six, but without Al's help, it was a four. But that's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I already I knew I was going. I already knew my Titanic was going down. <laughs> let me let me read, let me read a comment, Louise. Um, yes, Travis said this is one of the funniest segments of the year on TGIF. <laughs> the super fans are placed right for this game, Louise. I can't, but they enjoyed you. So the winner. Of the first Halloween edition of the Hot Seat Super Fan Edition mm -hmm. is Go ahead. Jordan Giles. Jordan there we go. Congratulations. So what's the I mean, bragging. We ain't got a budget. We on Zoom. <laughs> Jordan, if you know how hard we work behind <laughs> You see our costumes. We ain't got no money. <laughs> no, the effort is there the effort is there I, I appreciate that so listen when we get on network television we get a studio can I come back wink wink alright okay you can you might future. have to fly you might have to fly yourself there and put your own <laughs> <And put> your <laughs> you won't be alone in that as long as I got a spot on the show I, I'll get Jordan, there don't worry about Jordan, it Jordan I tell you what I, you know mm -hmm. I teach at Bowie State University I'm back on mm -hmm. campus the week of the 15th how about I take you out for a super fan drink we meet up for a cocktail in Washington uh -oh. D.C. Uh -oh. I appreciate okay. that. I, I'll, oh, I'll and, and you know what? Out. You can even bring a friend, and I'll pay for it. Oh, okay, man, that's nice. you paying for it? I'm showing up. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice, man. <laughs> that's all <cool>. right. <laughs> well, that was a lot of fun, and Jordan, we'll make sure we get all your contact information to Al and Al. And I want y'all to post pictures when this happens, okay? Absolutely. And uh, have, we'll a chaperone, have a chaperone. Have a chaperone. All right, tea talk with uh, Shay said, Jordan, your prize is in your DMs because the people are thirsty. Louise, you are such a pleasure. They are love. You have a lot of friends in the chat. They are loving you in this. You know, chat. I'm just going to put this out here. You know how Jimmy Kimmel had the fruitcake lady and all these different things. I would love for us to see Miss Louise pop back up from time to time and just give her funny take. <laughs> I'm going to put that in the atmosphere. I think Miss Louise should be the resident TGIF soul. I agree. I agree. I think it would be hilarious. She's going to uh, watch a few more episodes of the show. Yeah. 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 I, I only miss her for a reason, though. Nah, but we, Louise, thank you yeah. for sharing your battle with us, and we really wish you um, yeah. well. Yeah. And um, we, we really appreciate you taking the time to, to join us, and you, your spirit yeah. is amazing. Like, you're a lot of fun. Right. Enjoy. Thank you. And Jordan, I'll make sure that when I'm back in the DMV, we'll have you some Foxhole swag. Yeah. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. I need some swag. <laughs> well, you got to get your numbers up. You got to get your numbers up. What the devil going on here? I love y'all, man. <laughs> I'll see to it. I'll see to it that you get a swag bag, too. I'll see to it. I love you man. We love you back. We love you back. Thank you so much. We appreciate right. you. One, don't one know thing, how much one thing, one thing. Tomorrow, y'all had this show on Halloween fell on a perfect day because tomorrow is my day, my first day back to the hospital. And then we have all these tools removed. So I just need all y'all and my soulmate friends to pray for me. Absolutely. That's what I need. Absolutely. Got you, Miss Louise. Got yeah, it. Love, Louise. Yeah. Thank, Thank y'all very, very much, man. Thank you. I, I'm not joking. This is the tooth. I got it. Right. 
Wow. We, we appreciate so y'all. Make sure y'all pray for me. I dressed up for the show. I love y'all. I'm going to keep laughing with y'all. But all oh, y'all for, miss y'all calling. Comedians. <laughs> y'all should have well, been comedians, man. You are funny, too. Well, we, we wish y'all the best. And we, y'all yes. soulmates do not know. Jordan, Louise, and all the soulmates in the chat and watching us, you make us you fill us with a lot of joy when we see how much love that you guys show us. Like we, it really means a lot. Like we are humbled by your love and support. All right, y'all coming up next, we are spilling the tea on our sneaky links and later find out our spookiest dating stories. Keep it locked. Hit that like button. We'll be right back. Thank you, Louise. And thank thank you. Welcome back to TGIF Summit. I see you in the chat. To all the people that want to know um, Jordan's uh, Instagram, I think Funky, you have it, right? Do you know? Well, it was uh, it was under his lower third. It was there. Okay, okay, and, and you can watch the replay tomorrow and hit that like button. And as far as Miss Louise, I see people wanting to know her cash app to send her a little blessing. We don't. She doesn't have any social media, but if you email or te- uh, inbox any of us, we will make sure to link y'all up if you want to send her something. We'll we'll make sure y'all get to her. I think that's super dope that y'all want to look out for, for Miss Louise. I think that's beautiful. All right. Kelly Stafford, wife of the LA Rams cornerback, was not pleased with Blueface's antics at the team's game this past weekend. Blueface thought it was a good idea to turn the stadium suite into a strip club, which exposed Kelly's young kids to three dancers twerking in thongs. In return, Blueface called her a Karen. Ugh. What does this behavior surprise you coming from Blueface? You, oh, Al, you're, you're muted, Al. Go ahead, Al. Al, you muted. All right. I'm going to jump in here right quick. Now, now, what we can't agree is that, you know, that's Blueface, right? That's, that's his twerking. But what we're not going to do is act like football fans have not been inappropriate and vulgar fans whether her her boyfriend husband played at the detroit Lions. they're the number 15 rudest fans in the league right we've seen topless women at these games we've seen men with no tops on with their bodies painted we've seen in super bowl 55 a streak of run naked across the we have seen so many vulgar displays, inappropriate displays at NFL games. That's what they do. Now, the only reason you don't like blue faces is because it involves a cultural thing called twerking and money throwing. And you don't like it because it is socially tied to African-Americans and strippers. Now, otherwise, you don't mind seeing a naked man run across the field. You don't mind seeing women go topless and show their breasts of the team. You don't mind men be going topless and, 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 and painting themselves and drinking. So why all of a sudden you saying, because you saw dollars fly and booties flapping, that you no longer want to go to a football game? Cut it out, young lady. You've been with him for 15 years. You've seen worse. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm with you when you're right. Al definitely has a point. Um, yes, she's seen worse. And yes, what Blueface did at the Super Bowl thing was tacky. I mean, at the, at the game was tacky. Um, you know, if they were in a box, it was closed. I've been in many a box. 
if it was closed and just a private party, do what you want to do. Um, I think one thing that goes wrong, because what I'm not going to do is sit here and defend what Blueface did because other people do other things. I think I'm, I'm going to focus on my people because I really don't care what white people do. We got to get back to a place, y'all, where we exercise decorum in public spaces. We have gotten so desensitized to acts of sexuality that it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I, I, me personally, I don't get into this. I think it's tacky. I think it's tired. I think it's rude. Uh, and it ain't got nothing to do with being anti-black for me. It's just got everything to do with there's a time and a place for everything. And bending over, shaking your damn ass like a stripper at a football game is not the thing to do, irrespective of what other people do. Okay, I'm going to jump in this. I've been to several Super Bowls and a lot of games. And let me tell you something. There is a huge difference in the culture around the NBA and the NFL. Y'all can get mad if you want to. I don't give a damn. I've been there. I've seen it. The NBA All-Star Games and festivities is a hell of a lot more ratchet than the NFL. Let me tell you about the NFL and the Super Bowl and all the games. It's way more family-friendly. Way more, way more, way more. And that is a fact. It's way more corporate. If you've ever been to any Super Bowl festivities and gone or NFL, it's very family friendly. So what he's doing, I'm definitely not defending Blueface. You know how I feel about him. Um, you may have seen worse. I don't know. And the streaking thing, that's a fan thing. You know what I mean? That, that's a fan thing. And Blueface, yeah, he's a fan too. But I just feel like he's hella ghetto and hella ignorant. He also did this same stripper thing in front of his own child while his child was looking in an empty pantry for snacks, there was not one Lunchable, not one Top Ramen. There was no lentils, baked beans, canned corn. There was nothing in the cabinet. But you had money for strippers. So I'm not rocking with you, blue face on this. I think it's whack. I think he's so thirsty for attention. Him and his girlfriend in the fake Gucci. I think he had maybe a real Gucci scarf on and they, the rest of it was all fake. It was all not, it was just like that pastor in, in the Bronx. I know fake designer when I see it. Okay. Anyways, keep a lot because coming up next, we're sharing our spookiest dating stories. And later we're talking all things Ouija board. I'm really interested to hear what y'all have to say about this. Keep it locked and hit that like button. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TJF special Halloween edition. Now, listen, some of y'all are late. Okay, y'all turn tune in late. So you didn't hear the explanation at the top of the show of who we all are. So, Al, I'm going to let the let every host tell who they are. Al, who are you? I am a monk, an Afro-wearing monk. Okay, and Funky Daniva, there's a whole bunch of theories on here. Like, you have to go back and watch the replay tomorrow and see all the... Things they say everything but who you are. <laughs> I'm cheekbones, realness, bitch. That's what I am. I'm flawless skin and everything with no cremation number seven on. I'm your lover and your secretary. That's what I am. I still don't know what the hell that is. Because are you Mary J. Black, Blige? You black like this, Al. Oh, you you Mary J. Blige? No, I'm not Mary. I'm just playing. Oh, never mind. It's too complicated. To, I, I'm a sissy in a dress. <laughs> I'm a sissy who didn't want to dress up, but this damn job made me do it. And I found a box in my closet and I.
so I didn't get an HR complaint. Is y'all satisfied with that? <laughs> you look then, like Princess Leia. Fine. Then I'll be that bitch. There you go. Yeah. All right, fine. I'm Princess Leia. Um, and I am, if you've been following the Dwight Howard, Miss Kitty, and the uh, allegations against him, I am Miss Kitty. I am Excellent. Miss Kitty. Miss Kitty. Miss Kitty. Yes. Yes. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully we answered your questions. Fellas, I know y'all have been around the block. Give us your spookiest dating encounter. Al, we're going to go to you first. Jesus. Dating encounter. And Destiny said to keep it brief because we late. Okay, well, go to somebody else because I I, I really don't have a, a spooky... A spooky, scary, a mess, crazy. So while Al, th while Al thinks about yeah. it, I'll give you one really quickly. Uh, when I first came, this is not dating. This was actually like a sex hookup thing. First dating at Club Boy in Miami. First came out the closet. I'm like 23 years old. Saw this fine ass man in the club. Uh, thought he was so fine. Older man. Had to be like 45. I'm 23. Uh, happened to run into the man on uh, Adam for Adam or whatever, which is the gay hookup site. And he came to my apartment and we were drinking with the intention of hooking up. And he got super drunk and super aggressive. And like, I was new to like hooking up and like, I was scared and like, he was doing things to me orally and was yelling and getting all aggressive. Like he was uh, going to hook uh, me up. Uh, lay there and like, Pray that this man had beat me up while he was doing whatever it is he was doing. Funky, funky. So you, you let him suck on your thing. Oh. And lick in between my legs and in my butt. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it did. <laughs> while he hollered and called me all types of names, it was grunting like a caveman. It was like the scariest thing. And from that moment on, I was like, uh-uh, see, this why this app is inviting people to your house is not for you. And then he had went to jail a few weeks later, tried to call me from jail. And then when he got out, he called my phone and was cussing me out because I wouldn't accept his calls from jail. It was a lot. The moral of the story, all y'all new sissies out there, leave these people alone on these apps. It ain't worth it. Al? I don't. He can't top that. Go to commercial. Oh, yeah, I'll go to Next commercial. Thing. <laughs> Next thing, Claudia. Uh, damn, I had one, but then I just got all into funky story. I kind of lost it. Well, in the essence of time, honey, go on to the next thing. All right. We'll have to wait till next year. All right. During a recent interview with Carlos King, Erica Mena spilled the tea on her body count. Take a look. People think your body <laughs> count is very high. They think you slept with a lot of people. Well, what's crazy, it's Raul, DJ Envy, Rich, Sin. Um, damn, what came after Sin? Bow. What came after Bow? You? <laughs> um, came after Bow Safari, right? Yeah. No, Cliff. Oh, Cliff. Yeah. Safari. All right, y'all. She's saying she's in a single digit. Do you believe Erica only slept with seven people? She's an absolute. She's an absolute M. I never even. I never even expected her coochie. Here is why: you only name the people that we've seen you go public with. Granted, I don't know when she lost her virginity. All right, but we all have had a period before we got famous. What about them people you hunched? 
What about the people you hunched in high school if you started that early? Or if you started after high school? What about those Negroes? What about the Negroes you hunched before you became Erica Mendegro? Now listen, it ain't none of our business and I probably would not have answered the question, but Erica, as sexual as your brand is, it's going to be very hard to convince anybody that your true body count is only seven. Al? I, I totally agree with Funky on this one. I mean, in fact, it's, it's, it, it pisses me off that she's kind of like playing with, the, playing with our intelligence. And it also is very telling. And if you follow a psychologist who, who watched people who lied, the fact that she looked down and to the left and had to remember between six and seven already lets you know that she was lying. You know, I think seven is the perfect number to give people because if you say you're in the double digits, they're going to call you a whore. If you say you're, you know, like, you know, one or two, they're not going to believe you. So, Erica Mena, you just keep on. That's, it's so funny because you and I have the same. Anyway, coming up, we're talking all things Ouija boards. They close. We'll be right back. We're going to commercial. We have to go to commercial. Welcome back to TGIF Halloween edition. Welcome back. All right, an exorcist priest is warning people about using Ouija boards for fun. He said, we too often forget there is much more to this world than meets the eye. Uh, I know we've spoken about this before, but have y'all messed with a Ouija board before? Q, you haven't, right? I have not. We bought one from a garage sale one time. My stepmother saw it and threw it in the garbage. I've never played with one, but I am also of the belief that I don't think a game that's produced by Mattel or whatever toy company sold in Toys R Us, Amazon, and Walmart truly has the power to conjure spirits. Okay. Al, I was surprised to hear that you did. I, I didn't think you did. I know I did, but yeah. We've definitely talked about it on the show before. I used to have a good time with it, pretending like your hands are leading you to like this unlocking of some sorts and speaking to someone. I, I always did it in a, in a spirit of fun, though, not in the spirit of any type of worshiping of any gods or anything like that. I played with them once and it moved and it was real and the spirit was like. It was scary and I stopped doing it. Okay, well, okay. All right, in honor of Halloween, we're gonna play a fun game of hit or miss featuring costumes from our very own soulmates. Cue the music, let's get into it. First up, we have Deshae Brown as Missy Elliott, Elliott from the Socket To Me music video. Is this a hit or a miss? It is a hit, Deshae got that. Definitely a hit. Hit all Great day job. long. All right, next up, Tyrell Alexander as Wendy Williams. Hit or miss? Hit. Come on, Tyrell. I'll give you the breast and the hair. That's a hit. Got them big old tiggle bitties. Okay, hit. All right, Sean Powell as Wonder Woman. Hit or miss? Hit. Come on, Sean Powell with the Wonder Woman look. I like it. Very cute. All right. Jada Tanner as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Hit or miss? Hit. Cute. Come on, Dorothy. Where's the dog, though? With the person with the leg, miss. All right. Chastity and Howard as Ike and Tina. Hit or miss? Uh, I'll give it a hit. They get an A for effort. I'm going to give that a, a half of a hit. Half of a hit. I don't remember Tina having hair that long ever. Miss Fish. 
<laughs> Leon Blythe as the nun. Hit, hit. or miss? Hit. Hit. All right, hit. Anthony Washington as the Riddler. Hit or miss? Hit. Come on, Riddler. Hit. Okay, and last but not least, Alexandra Hill as Lil' Kim from the Crush on You music video. Hit. A half a hit. That was <laughs> I want to thank my co-host Alvaros and Funky Dineva for doing it thing and coming in the spirit. Thank you so much for watching us on YouTube. Please watch the repeat tomorrow. Stay tuned for Crockett's Corner. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And please hit that like button when you rewatch it. And have a good night. Be safe tonight. Have a good night, soulmates. Yes. Bye.